0: broadcasting live from the Raiders practice facility at the Mountain Healthcare Performance Center. This is the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, presented by Tequila Embajador. Yeah, I mean, there's reports out there that I'm, you know, I don't listen to that stuff. I sarcastically say that just to, you know, make some of my adversaries happy. Uh, I'm not an idiot, if you know what I mean. We practice in the Mojave Desert here. Desert, uh, The desert here is is. We're practicing at 7 in the morning. So we do gather all kinds of information. We have some of the best trainers and, and doctors and people here that you could imagine. So we're going to be real careful and smart. And you're darn right we listen to that stuff. And uh, our players like it and appreciate it. And um, we'll continue to do that. That's Raiders head coach John Gruden speaking today over at the practice facility, which is ac- exactly where I am today, uh, here in Henderson. Um, got a little fired up. John Gruden is known to be uh, get a little fired up, especially when you know there's 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 sometimes scouting reports on people that aren't necessarily the truth, uh, but they become urban legend. And I know in, in in John's case, getting to know him the last couple of years covering this team, there's a few things that might bug him a little bit about what the uh, in terms of the scouting report on him. So when we talked to him today about some of the um, GPS numbers that they're utilizing, some of the uh, analytics that the Raiders and a lot of other teams tap into uh, to get better, he's right there with them. He's been ahead of the game for way longer than people uh, imagine in terms of load management and practice, giving guys days off, understanding that part of the game and, 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 and that part of the process – never probably gets the credit that he deserves. You look at John Gruden and you have this certain image of him as a kind of a cranky, crazy dude that um, probably wouldn't follow that type of stuff, but he does. And, you know, uh, he will never admit it except today he kind of did sarcastically. Uh, It it bothers him a little bit that that sometimes you have this image of him that isn't necessarily true. And I know that he and I have have joked a little bit, uh, especially in terms of The fact that, you know, when he came here to the Raiders, everyone assumed right off the bat, oh, he's just going to go get his own quarterback, go get a veteran quarterback. He doesn't like to play rookies. He likes to play older veterans. Well, you look at the Raiders, number one, Derek Carr is still here. The guy that everyone thought was going to be on the first bus out of town uh, is still here. Number two, if you look at that Raiders roster, especially defensively, it's been one of the youngest teams in the NFL. He's leaning on young players. He's not afraid to play young players. He doesn't necessarily prefer older veteran players over younger players. I think he understands what this process is, trying to rebuild this franchise, build a strong foundation for long-standing success rather than fleeting success. Sometimes you got to do that by building a younger foundation, growing with it, even though there's going to be some ups and downs. But he's shown the patience to deal with that. And it probably goes against what conventional wisdom is of John Gruden. And while he hardly tries to, you know, he doesn't admit it out front too much, Every once in a while, he'll let it out that, uh, yeah, I see all those reports. I see what you guys are saying. It's not necessarily true. By the way, you're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador. It is a Thursday. We're 48 hours or so away from the Raiders' first preseason game over at Allegiant Stadium. The Seattle Seahawks are in town. It's the first time Allegiant will be open to Raider fans. Can't wait to see what the atmosphere is like. Can't wait to see um, how the fans bring it. Uh, Can't wait to see some of these younger players on the field. Uh, there's a lot to be excited about Saturday. It's right around the corner, and it basically kicks off the season from here on out. It's football on a weekly basis. And before we get to everything else, got to say that uh, I have two really special guests in the uh, studio today: Las Vegas Aces gold medal winners from the United States. Three. How do you what do you guys call that? What it's a, it's just the three on three team. How what, what, what is it? And by the way, we're talking to Kelsey Plum. Of the Las Vegas Aces and Jackie Young from the Las Vegas Aces, they were kind enough to join us in the huddle today in studio. Welcome, first of all. Thank,
1: Thank you. you. Thanks for having. What us. it's it's just the. It's three x three three x oh the, so yeah. that x is I got to pronounce x the x, x 3, three but x three. we don't care three by three three on three yeah threes. I'm usually just three on three yeah
0: <laughs> well first of all congratulations on on the victory um, it was very cool have you are you jet lagged back coming back yet or I mean has everything kind of settled in yet what's the no
2: yeah I don't know it's kind of weird for me um I've been staying up really late and so um I think it's still just a little bit jet lagged uh, whenever I got home from Tokyo uh it was just like I had to keep going um so we were celebrating at my hometown so still just trying to catch up on my sleep and get back to the Vegas time what's the time difference
1: um, like
0: they're like a day ahead or something like that, or I think it
1: was, it's a full twelve hours.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they
0: Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it was fourteen. Okay. for ahead. central. So,
2: but yeah. they
1: threw a whole parade for Jackie Young.
2: <laughs> they threw a whole parade in Indiana. Yeah, in my hometown.
0: Which okay. part? Where? What?
2: Um, I'm from Princeton, Indiana, so southern Indiana. Southern
0: Indiana. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so did you know that the parade was happening, or did it kind of drop it on you when you, when you got to town?
2: Uh, my mom just told me about it. She was like, hey, they want to do a parade tomorrow. <laughs>
0: nice. Hey. Down, like, Main Street with all the... Yeah. All right. yeah, Very so. cool. Uh, I'm sure bringing home a gold medal uh, to your hometown has got to be one of the... I mean, you've been a number one pick overall. You've been, you know, a, a great player, a Division one player at Notre Dame, the Notre Dame in Indiana. Where does this rank uh, for you, winning a gold medal for the United States?
2: Um, I'd have to say at the top. Uh, this is something that you work for your whole life, uh, just something that you dream of since you're a little a little girl. And so to be able to do that and win a gold medal, uh, especially for the first three on three women's team, has just been an honor.
0: You you said that it's the first three X three team nice. and and gold medal winner, and it's the first time this has been an, an event in the in the Olympics. And I got to ask you guys. Uh, so we know how you know Team usa T- Team USA gets uh, selected. The gymnastics team, the basketball team, the hockey team. How do you go about? How was what was the process to decide on you guys as being you know front and center on this team? And th- what was the selection process like?
1: So we. Um, had multiple camps, like, probably since, what, 2019? 19. Um, and we were playing all the time, all the time. And then we had, like, a tryout.
0: Well, when you say playing, three-on-three three or what?
1: Yeah, sorry. So you can't really train for three-on-three three unless you're playing.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Because exactly. of the pace, it just can't, like, reproduce how intense the games are. Right. So pretty much every time we have a camp, we just play the entire time. All right. Uh, so we had a tryout. Um, they formed the team. And then that team had... Um, like, practices and stuff. But when, obviously, Katie Lou had COVID and went down, Jackie was someone in, like, the pool. Right. And so we just called up Jackie and said, Jackie, save us.
0: <laughs> when when you said they selected the team, who's Yes.
1: That? I'm sorry. Uh, it's all good. It's, I'm, like I'm, a, cause it's,
0: it's interesting to me because yeah. it's a different process than what – same Normally with,
1: yeah. So same with uh, five on five. There's like a panel of right. people, right? And they all cast their votes for who that they want on the team. And so it's not just like one person being a dictator saying this is the team. Right. Right. This is there's like four or five people. Same with three x three. So there's a panel of like. Um,
0: or do they just flat out come to you guys and say hey you know what we feel like you guys are gonna be good candidates for this uh event are you interested and here's what we got to do from from this point forward
1: yeah so like we're all in the national team pool so the five on five pool right there's probably like 25 players in that pool um and so they came to us and they said hey we think you guys would be really good at this uh would you like to try it And so we tried it and you know, the rest Were you
0: guys cool with that? I mean, I know that, you know, everyone wants to be on the uh, the Team USA, and I'm sure you guys are going to be there uh, at some points in your career, but were you cool with it right off the bat, like, yeah, this would be something that I'd be interested in?
2: Yeah, I mean, I definitely was. Um, it takes time to make it on to the 5-on-5 five five team, and so um, I was given this opportunity, and of course, I wasn't going to pass it up. Um, I mean, it sucks that it was under the circumstances, um, but... I'm just super blessed to have the opportunity to play three-on-three and win a gold medal.
0: We're talking to Kelsey Plum and Jackie Young from the Las Vegas Aces and also the uh, Olympic gold medalists in the 3x3 uh, basketball uh, event at the Olympics in Tokyo. You mentioned that three-on-three is completely different than five-on-five. In five-on-five basketball, full-court basketball, There's ways to get back into games sometimes, uh, you know, steals, fast breaks, easier points than maybe you have to work for it in a half-court setting, which can be a grind at some point. Um, How different is that if you fall behind, let's say, in a three-on-three game uh, to to try to get those easy buckets to try to create some momentum in order to either get back into a game or stretch a lead or whatever the case might be?
1: Yeah, so I think the biggest difference between um, 3x3 and 5 on 5 in terms of like, there's actually never really a big gap. It's really hard to break away right. if you're in the lead. But it's an advantage if sometimes, not an advantage, but it can be good if you're behind sometimes because, um, you know, twos, three, point, three pointers are with two, inside the arc is with one. So if you get hot and hit two or three threes, which are twos, all of a sudden that's six points and that can change the whole game. Totally. So, I mean, there is a ton of strategy that people don't realize when we're playing. We're, like, giving up certain shots to not let them get other shots. Fouling is a strategy. You know, if you, if you get in the bonus, you're shooting seven free throws, um, and you're getting two—excuse me. If you're in the bonus at seven fouls, you're shooting two free throws. Right. So those are big, like, points, right? If you get to ten fouls, two free throws and the ball. So it's just like different strategy trying to, you know, hold teams to certain amounts and things like that.
0: Is conditioning uh, any different for three-on-three three than than uh, normal five-on-five five full court?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, you have to be in
2: extremely good shape. Um, it's hard to say how you condition for three-on-three three other than just playing. Like, you just have to get a lot of reps and play a lot of games uh, in order to get in game shape. Uh, with basketball, you can play half court and then play some full court. But uh, with 3x3, you just have to really play games to know the pace and how physical it's going to be and things like that?
0: I would think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, we probably, we do have the best women's basketball uh, um, development program, all of that. The best players are here in the United States, by by and large, I would think. Uh, but when you, when you reduce the numbers, it probably gives other teams a little bit of a, you know what I'm saying? It closes the gap a little bit because you're not talking about Uh, a 13-player team where, you know, your 13th player is better than maybe their fifth-best player, whatever the case might be. Um, Did you feel like that was, that the competition was a little bit um, better because of that? You were playing better teams as a result of that?
1: Yeah, we we have to be locked in. I think a couple things. Number one, um, you know, I tell people all the time, like, even the 5-on-5 team loses a quarter, Yeah, it's only 10 minutes, so we can't lose this quarter, right? right? Um, The other thing is, too, like, I don't know if they'll love me saying this, but no one wants us to win. The refs don't want us to win.
0: I believe that, of, they don't course. Want us to win. of course. So, so no, of no course, like,
1: it. we know we're not going to get any foul calls, and we know that any time we put two hands or even if it's in the range, they're going to call it. So we have to just be extra locked in, extra focused, and continue to play through things. And I was just really proud of the way that we handled it. I remember the five-on-five teams, men and women, watching, and Popovich was like, man, I wish our guys could just not react to the refs. Like, you guys don't. Because we would just get a bad call, keep playing.
0: Oh, I'm, hold on a second. <laughs> um, it's easier said than done, no, yes. no, no doubt about it. But what is the mental challenge? to? Is it because you kind of recognize going in this is probably going to be the case, which would probably, for me, make it three times more frustrating that you know that. And in the game, when it happens, you're, you're thinking about that. So how do you bust through that frustration level to, in order to make sure that frustration doesn't become your enemy?
2: Um, I think it's just knowing going into the game that we aren't going to get those calls. So you kind of have that mindset going in so that you aren't as frustrated. And you really don't have time to, like, talk to the refs and gripe at the refs because the other team's going to score. So it's really fast paced. So you just have to just think next play and just keep going.
0: Who was the best team that you guys played against?
1: China? Russia? How much scouting goes into it? Yeah, one of those. I have,
0: a, I have a million questions. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's firing great. There, away. I mean,
1: literally, it's same thing as basketball, right? Someone should really get shooting twos. Somebody likes to slip a lot. Somebody is really good going right. I mean, strategy basketball wise, you still have to guard your man. So there's still a lot of uh, people just think we're just out there playing, and we play. We don't have a coach that coaches us. She sits in the stands. Uh, it's kind of similar to like tennis. You're not right. A coach. Are they
0: allowed to say anything?
1: No, no. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
0: Not even hands. Please. No no,
1: no hand signals. I mean, there were, yeah. Countries, yeah. Other, there Other were countries, countries like did. having it. And I'm they, sure. They had to move them, but Kara <laughs> yeah. Lawson, she's so funny. She just sits like this the entire game, <laughs> just frozen. And we're like, is that good? Like that. <laughs> did I do something wrong? Yeah. <laughs>
0: what, what, what is she thinking right now? Uh, that's got to be frustrating for the coach because coaches coach and are typically pretty vocal and animated and – for 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 her to have to be as constrained as that, I'm sure that was killing her, right? Maybe. Or no? You
2: really couldn't tell. Like <laughs> yeah, she just just had her mask on and she would oh, just okay. sit there like
0: yeah. you wouldn't see her doing anything. underneath the uh, mask. And...
2: <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, she played it off well.
0: <laughs> so um, how did you guys celebrate when uh, after the win? I mean. If, are you were you allowed to celebrate i know that the whole situation in the olympics was pretty odd weird different than normal cuz of covid-19 what kind of what level of celebration did they even allow you guys to have are if you, you can say yeah are
1: you talking about how much like alcohol we consumed after i
0: might be asking that question <laughs> i might i might be heading in that direction i'll say <laughs>
1: this uh, we came back to the hotel they had champagne for us nice so we're all, we're, we're all rookies in terms of winning olympic golds right so we're trying to figure out how to pop the bottle. We finally get it popped in. Jackie and I took a sip of the champagne. We've never had champagne before. Uh-huh. We took a sip, and we were like...
0: Yay, nay? Nay. Yeah, it was nay. gross. Uh-oh. Yeah, it was gross. All right, so did you say, okay, bring something else on here, or...?
1: Oh, I was done. That one oh, sip, and okay. I was done. All right. All right.
0: <laughs> lightweight.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. No, I kept drinking it. I was like, you know
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> You'll acquire, that's what, that's called acquiring the taste.
1: That's right. I was trying to acquire it. The there taste.
0: you go. I like it. I like it. Um, and then how long before you were able to come back or did you guys stay around to, to watch some other events? And that's the other question I was going to have. Usually in the Olympics, there's a lot of bonding going on between, you know, uh, the athletes from various sports countries. Was that even allowed this year? And, and if so, to what extent?
2: Uh, well, we stayed in the hotel, and so we didn't stay in the Olympic Village, so right. it was kind of different for us. Um, we were we were able to interact with women's and men's 5-on-5, five and, five, and then the women's soccer team was there, too. So we would kind of see them around, uh, Watched I think it was the quarterfinals game uh, for 3-on-3, three three, and then uh, just watched a couple other games with them. But there wasn't a whole lot of interaction with other countries.
0: Where's the gold medal, by the way? Mom, dad have it, or...
1: Um, yeah, it's at the house. It's at the house. At the I'll, I'll bring it sometime. All right. But yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, I would like to see the gold medal. Yours is already put. on No, away.
2: it's on the way. It's <laughs> in the air. It's coming you, here now.
0: <laughs> did you forget it in Tokyo or forget it back in Indiana? Uh, you had to have it. No, the it's. Parade, right? I didn't
2: forget it. It's. But I stay in the hotel, so with housekeeping and everything, Not that they're going to steal it. I gotcha. It, but, I
0: gotcha. Yeah, so, so here locally, you're still. Living at a hotel, is yeah. That? Okay, yeah. All right. Are you settled You're settling, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, I live in uh, I live in Summerlin, but my I gave it to my mom. I, I think she's about to do some in a case or something. I don't yeah, know. I don't know.
0: I'm sure that's uh, yeah. I'm sure she's showing all her friends. And where does this for you? You've had a, a a great career to this point, and I know there's many great things ahead for you. But where does this rank for for you?
1: Oh, it's it's unbelievable. Um, in terms of. You know, you dream about this as a kid, so for it to happen, uh, it was just really cool. I think, in addition to coming back from my Achilles and and um, not even thinking that this was possible at this time, and then for COVID to push the Olympics back and give me a chance, it's it's really really cool. I just feel I just feel grateful.
0: Were you sweating it out that it wasn't going to happen? Because I know that there was, you know, the the numbers were trending in the wrong direction, and they had to make some adjustments in Tokyo. Uh, were you worried at all that it wasn't going to happen? And were you worried going there, too? I mean, was that a concern?
1: Oh, I don't think people understand. So when – for people that are listening, um, four players are on the team. Uh, Katie Lou was one of the players. Right. The day before we leave for Tokyo, getting on the flight, she tests positive for COVID. So Jackie had got the call. Jackie's on vacation.
0: Where? Where's vacation? Oh,
1: uh, I was in Florida. All right. Jackie chilling on the beach with a margarita. Okay? Are you
0: are you are you contemplating not taking that call? Did you know what the number was? No.
2: So, I actually didn't know the number, but I was like, let me just answer this. It was like 10:30 at night, so I answered it. And then he was like, "Hey, this is Jay." So, then I knew who it was. And then we just sat Was and was there
0: him. any you, you were you on the first flight out and uh, how excited were you and
2: Yeah, I left the next morning, 7 a.m., that was the first flight to Vegas, and um, I was super excited, um, just blessed to have the opportunity. I actually didn't know if I was going to be on the team, but I had to come out here to start the testing protocol and stuff like that, and so um, I did that, and I guess she ended up testing positive again. Um, I hate that for her, but then um, I just kept testing. I think I had like two or three tests, and then I flew out to Tokyo on Tuesday,
0: Obviously you went to Florida to stay in shape. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs>
2: uh
0: but seriously, how much what was the uh the last you had played basketball prior to getting that call and then all of a sudden you got to get locked in pretty darn quick.
2: Yeah. Um Yeah, I went to Florida for like I think I was only going to be there like 4 days just to you know relax a little bit. Um so I hadn't played. Um and I hadn't played 3 on 3 since I think it was like February of 2020 maybe. So it had been a long time. Um, I was definitely a little bit nervous about that because I just love to be prepared. So I was completely unprepared, uh, especially with the ball playing outside um, and just playing three x three in general. So
0: was there ever like, hey, I, I probably should, you know, just in case, I should or stay ready and be ready, or did you think that ship had sailed?
2: Oh yeah, I thought it was long gone. Um, I guess I actually had missed a call like a month before to tell me that I was an alternate. And so, so you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. So the oh, call you came. No, you're not. No. Yeah. So the call came out of the blue. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, me? <laughs> I. You should have given me a heads up that yeah. I was an alternate. Well, yeah. we called about a month ago. And-
2: <laughs> right. So I had had no idea.
0: <laughs> so, what did that? T- has, did it teach you any lesson in terms of, um, like, maybe sometimes because sometimes we get way too we think too much about things, and sometimes it talks us out of things. Uh, in a spur of the moment, you had to go represent your country and you played at a high level and were able to to deliver. Are you learning anything about that, like not to maybe overly think things and and sometimes you just got to let it flow?
2: Yeah, I'm definitely an overthinker, so (laughs) Um, I had to, like, knock that out really fast. Um,
1: I didn't have – I had, what, maybe two days, two or three days? Not even, like a day and a half of, like, a shoot-around. Yeah. Straight into – we played the number one team in the world first.
0: (laughs) What, yes. How long was the flight getting there?
1: Um, Maybe like 12 hours, I think.
0: What condition was uh, Jackie uh, when she reported to... Like, was one Jackie's eye open...
1: Jackie's a dog. Uh. <laughs> I was like, when we play, just... She's going to be fine. The best part, too, is I don't think France had any scatter report. So here yeah. comes ah. Jackie just shredded <laughs> walking in, and they're like, whoa, who's this? <laughs> but when she, were the rosters set? Like a month ago.
0: Okay, so then that gave... Uh, everybody a couple of weeks at least to really lock in on the on the scouting reports yes. and understanding okay mm-hmm. and you france why did you guys play france the first game What is that? i'm no. telling
1: you the format i don't know who set it up but Fair. they were like we're trying to take them out
0: <laughs> and you guys lost one game
1: well this is okay
0: uh, i'm not uh, making uh, it I'm not uh, 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 i just, uh, uh, just want to say were the referees involved is this
1: yeah matter of fact so <laughs> we played our all of our pool play games um and We played at like 10.45 p.m. So they try to make it so back in America, they could watch us, right? Yeah. So it was early in the morning for them, but we played at 10.45 p.m. Got it. Got it. People don't realize it's 90% humidity. It's about 85 degrees. Even at? At night. Yes. Okay. So it's hot. Right. And you're just sweating and sweating. The next day, we played at, what, noon? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. And we played against the home. The next day? Yeah, the next day. quick
0: turnaround. All right. Yeah.
1: Because we don't get back to the hotel till like what 1 a.m. Yeah, we play at noon, and we play against the host team Japan.
0: Ooh, they're just throwing you. They're guys.
1: They're just throwing, yeah. and they had played early all. They week. They had played early all week. They were Uh-oh. rested, and we already clinched the number one seed.
0: Right. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you would think that you guys deserve, you guys because of that deserve every break in the like you earned it. Instead, of, instead they they did the opposite. Usually that you know you get the bye week or whatever the case might be Thank when you're you. the top seed. Thank you. Well, you know, you earned it, and uh, you lived, and, and you survived. They're always trying to stick it to the United States. We get that, um, but you you rose uh, above the challenge, uh, all of the obstacles, and all of the uh, bad refereeing and, and scheduling, and all that. And we're very, very proud of you. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna get into uh, hold on, cases Vinny. Before we you... get out of here, producer Demon here. Before we get out of here, uh oh, what Kelsey, do we got, Demond? Jackie? Let me ask a favor of you. Can I get one each? Can I get a Are we doing this live? Yes, we're doing this oh, live. He's pressure. I like we're it. doing this live. Right. Put them on the spot. I could ask some real hard questions, but yeah. no, we're just going to ask, "Hey, you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. Can I get a draw from each of you?"
1: Wait, that's the question? Yeah, well, yeah, no, he's, that's he's, good. He's, Yes, he's I'm not doing,
0: asking you a question. Yeah, uh, yes, I mean, that's order, a question. Actually, right I'm here, not giving you order. Come on, man. An actual that's question would be treat a guest. two former number 1 picks, who's winning one on one? That's a question.
1: Well, I thought we were going to get football questions. We are.
0: We are. When we come back, we're going to get into uh, the aces and where you guys are headed and uh, got your first game back on Sunday. But then also we're going to get into some football because I know Kelsey is a huge football fan and um, I think you'll be surprised at who her favorite player is. But we're going to, it's all good. We're going to, we're going to let that slide. She's going to be full admitting, admitting who, who her favorite player is. And, and we're going to talk about why maybe he's not going to do what everybody may think or she might think that he's going to do this year <laughs> as he closes it out. So uh, I'll just leave it at that. But I guess he wants you guys to do a – go ahead, Demond. What? No, no, no. no. Oh, I didn't know they were sticking around. We'll do it. We'll do it later. Damon, man. Read the notes <laughs> next time. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor brought to you by Tequila and Bonner. Interact with the show, text Vinny at 69187, or tweet at him at Vinny Bonsignor. This is In the Huddle with Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Good Raider Nation. Welcome back to Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. It is a Thursday. I am here in Henderson at the Raiders practice facility. Sorry about that, having some conversations here with my special guests, Kelsey Plummer and Jackie Young from the Las Vegas... Did I mess something up right there?
1: It's close enough. Hey, some people call you that. All right,
0: what is What?
1: Well, Plum, just like the fruit, not Plummer-like. What did I say? Plum,
0: my bad, my bad. (laughs) I, I need to get fined for that. Kelsey Plum from the Las Vegas Aces and sorry about that and uh jackie young from the uh las vegas aces gold medalists and we're here talking about the gold medals the las vegas aces you guys start back up on sunday uh are you ready to go did you i mean this break is a little weird uh to have it the olympics fall right in the middle of your season um i know you mentally prepared for that but are you prepared to get back out there i mean is it uh do you like did you like the break or no I mean, you didn't have any breaks, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> but it was I was like, worst.
2: Uh, it worked out for me. I loved it. so.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, Jack and I. It was so funny. We came back to practice. I don't know, like five days after the Olympics, and we looked at each other, like, man, it's really, it's really hard to get up for practice after competing in the Olympics. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's that's a pretty high. It's hard. Level. Yeah. It's
1: hard, but um, you know, we're back in it, and uh, we have a tough stretch. We only have eleven games, and then we start playoffs. So. Seating is really important, similar to the NFL. Like You want your buys, you've got to prepare, Um, do your work early, so that's what we're trying to do. Do you guys
0: pay attention to the standings? A lot of times athletes say no, but I don't believe them. Um, Do you guys pay attention to the standings and and who's behind you, who's ahead of you, and what you might need to do to nudge somebody aside?
2: Yeah, um, of course, especially down the stretch. Uh, We know that we need – we want the buys. We need the buys, and so I think it's just really important that we uh, just come focused and ready for each game, and uh, don't let it let any of them slip
1: from us.
0: You guys are one of the better better teams in, in the WNBA. Who's your biggest rival rivalry? Would you say
1: Seattle or Connecticut?
2: I was gonna go with Connecticut. Really? Yeah. Well, one of the two. I mean, it depends. Why
0: is there like a? Just because you guys have faced each other so many times in key moments, or just you hate them, you don't like them. Seattle,
1: like, uh, obviously, we we face them all the time. Us and them are one-two, but Connecticut's at three, and they're right there. And we, I mean, we've been over against them this year, so yeah. we got a. Uh,
2: and last year in the bubble,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, it took them to game five. Yeah, and like that game could have gone either way, so that was semi so. Connecticut Seattle
0: How mentally challenging was the bubble
2: uh it was definitely tough um, i would, I don't know I'd say it got old real quick. Um, I stayed in the hotel, and so uh you kind of did everything at the same time every day and then they started to switch the practice times, but you would like see see the same people at the same time every day. Um, there wasn't really any- of get sick
0: of them after a while
2: <laughs> I guess <laughs> there wasn't really anything to do um, It was just exhausting being away from your family, not having any fans to play in front of. And so um, for most of us during the season is whenever we get to see our families because we go overseas. So not having that time with our families was definitely tough.
0: All right. So we're going to transition into a little bit of football talk uh, here. And uh, obviously there's a football. We're here at the Raiders facility here in Henderson, beautiful facility. You guys are getting your facility uh, right next door. The owner is Mark Davis. He owns the Raiders. He also owns the Las Vegas Aces. How's that been? Having Mark Davis, uh, who's a character and a, a great guy, um, but and loves the WNBA, loves the the Aces. What's that been like for Mark Davis being your owner?
1: It's been awesome. He's just so in. It's so fun to have Harris. someone that is in. Like he sits at half court, courtside every game. And you know, as soon as we get out there, come on Plum, we need more from you. <laughs> you just like you love it. You love it because he's in, he's competitive, and he cares about winning. You know, I know it's the same with the Raiders. Whatever you do, win.
0: Right. Is there pressure when the owner's sitting right there? Um, or do you feel like you got that relationship now where you understand him and, and he's coming from a good place? And
1: I mean, pressure, you can look at it as that. I think it's just more of an opportunity for us, you know, to the things that we're able to do because he's our owner. It's just so vastly different from maybe another WNBA team or just franchises in general, you know. They don't have owners that are as hands-on as he is. Um, so it's just – I think just we're proud, and we just go out and just have to put on a show for him.
0: Sports can be a small community. Um, leagues can be a small community. Uh, do you guys have relationships with other players? And are you talking up the Las Vegas a- Aces and, and how this ownership has changed the dynamics for you guys.
2: Yeah, we all have friends um, across the league, some of us that have played together. Um, but, no, it's just – Um, I guess cool to see how like our organization works and how other teams and so it's just cool to like compare that but uh, definitely playing for the Aces is a great opportunity Um, you don't always get it as nice um, here, as you would other teams, and so super blessed to have this opportunity.
0: But do you think this will set a new standard, uh, building the new facility, uh, pouring the money that he is, the resources? I know your front office and the organization itself is going to get increased, you know, the staff and all of that, which is vitally important. Do you think or do you hope that this could be a, a, a standard, making a, a new standard for WNBA teams across the league to start following?
1: Absolutely. I think that he's setting the precedent for, you know, step up to the plate or you're going to get left behind, you know, because free agency, we all know in any sport, doesn't matter football, basketball, baseball, you go with the best resources and the organizations that have it together in alignment to try to win championships. That's where players want to go. So when you have franchises that take care of you, support you, not just on the court, but off the court and are in buying into, you know, the players are first. Um, players feel that, you know. I know when they come play us, people are like, "Wow, this arena is nice. The people take care of us." It's just, it just matters, and it makes the biggest difference. And I think that in sports, those little things add up to big things. Ultimately, they
0: win you big games. No doubt about it. We're talking to Kelsey Plum and Jackie Young uh, from the Las Vegas Aces. They also are uh, the proud owners of gold medals. They won the gold medal in the three x three. Uh, Olympic basketball tournament, and we're super proud of that. Uh, But Kelsey, you're also a huge football fan, um, and that's cool. We're here in the Raiders facility. Uh, Let's just get it out right away. Who's your favorite player in the NFL?
1: Raider fans, I'm so sorry. Um, I gotta go with Tom. Tom Brady is my favorite football player.
0: Well, given how long he's played, I'm sure you grew up watching him play. So yes. it's been a long, uh, you know, ride for him, and I'm sure you've been a fan of his for a long time. What was the first thing that, just the winning aspect of it, the fact that he's in Super Bowls every year and the playoffs every year, and that kind of drew you to it?
1: Well, growing up, uh, you know, I grew up in San Diego, so my family were all Charger fans. And what a, Boo, what a sad another, way to live, you know? Oh! It, is, it is. win you
0: some points. I, listen,
1: it. every time Nate Caden got up to kick, I just would just, I think I'd shed a tear because I knew the house was just going to be chaos because, I mean, we're always one kick away
0: from winning. Always something <laughs> one away. One something
1: away. I mean, right. fire Marty Schottenheimer, we're 14-2. and two. What what are we doing?
0: That was just, the owner will tell you to this day, biggest mistake you ever made.
1: I mean, great. It's hindsight 2020, it's great, but it's too late now. They made
0: the decision is the key. They that, they 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 actually did that.
1: When we let go of Sproul's, I say we as in San Diego. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be saying we. When San Diego let go of Sproul's, and then obviously Drew Brees, uh, I just knew we were headed down you know the wrong path. I mean Antonio Gates and LT gave us some good years, but at the end of the day, I've never been loyal to them. You know, so I thought, what's the opposite of losing? It's winning, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you know that's why I gravitated toward. Tom, and so I just want to apologize. That's where it comes from. Don't take it personally. I'm open. I'm open to new things.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. I am. All right. I am. All right, Raider Nation. Did you hear that? Uh, She is willing, maybe, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to. And I mean, come on. How many more years is Tom? Did you follow him to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and all of a sudden the Buccaneers become your favorite team, or is it like that?
1: Uh, Am I a bandwagoner?
0: Yes. Yes. No. 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 Not necessarily. (laughs) You. You. I, I have plenty of friends that are like LeBron James fans. Okay. And so that's been quite a ride for them, right? Yes. All of a sudden, guys that hated the Lakers now love the Lakers. And our relationship is better as a result Result of that because now I can talk to them as Laker fans. So I always told them he's going to end up here, so we'll be on good terms in that regard. So you became a Buccaneer fan.
1: I don't want to say I'm a Buccaneer fan because I think I actually am a Raider fan, but uh, I, just, uh, I just think you have to appreciate greatness when we still have totally. it. Totally. And so that's why... Uh, but I, I'm open to having a favorite team. Okay. And so Raiders, I'm I'm here.
0: All right, uh, that's good, and we're going to go to work on that. Um, what Tom Brady did last year, as a longtime fan of his, where do you think that ranks in his career achievements? Uh,
1: personally, I think it's it's got to be one of the greatest achievements to ever happen in football because we all know it's not like basketball with the NBA, like, those guys play seven-game series, right? So at the end of the day, the numbers kind of even out. You know, you can have an off game. Um, Someone can get hurt, but someone else can step up next game. There's just a lot more things that can go wrong, and you can still come out with the championship. That's not the NFL. We all know that um, what he did in terms of leaving – and remember, at the beginning of the year, and they were having some – you know rocky rocky waters completely you have they were the
0: wild card team yeah ha-
1: yeah you have uh steven like an all- a and all those guys just <laughs> throwing down saying this is ready to too exactly and Bel- belichick and he's the one that made this happen not not tom and so just for tom to be able to uh pull that out and his team to pull it out i mean jeez it's unbelievable
0: all right so uh he goes into year two in tampa bay um I don't I don't think they're the best, best team in the NFC. I, I think the best team in the NFC is in Los Angeles. We'll see about all that. It's wide open. Um, better year for them this year with Tom year two or no? No. Really? No,
1: I think it's really hard to uh, do what they did again. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, if that's what you're asking. But
0: if you look at that division, shouldn't it be a little bit easier? Drew Brees is gone from New Orleans. Yeah. Carolina is um, – what do we know about Carolina right, at this right. point? And who am I missing in the a- – oh, Atlanta. So they should have a – it's almost like it was in – You're saying they're set up for success? Well, just like they were in the AFC East, which was always bad when he was with the Patriots. So that's, that's kind of – it's going to be almost a cakewalk in their division, which should help them in the long run. But you're not seeing it. You're not you're – not. Oh,
1: I agree with you. I, I just don't think ultimately you're going to have to face somebody. Like uh, whenever that happens, right? Um, and it's tough. Like it's so unpredictable. I mean, it's COVID, yes. Injuries, oh. like God forbid. But, right. but I think there's again so many things have to go right, um, and we've we've seen it before. You can be the best team and lose early. Like it happens. Of course. So I just think that. I mean, if I had, are you asking me to pick like a champion?
0: Or? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, I think it's too early for that. The right. NFL is mm-hmm. weird, and it's super a weird. longer season than people think. Mm-hmm. You know, even just covering it, you realize it's a really long season, and getting through the season is a challenge. Getting through games is a challenge, um, and it's literally who's gonna who who's who's healthy, and who is uh, pointing up right. when the when the playoffs start. Uh, did you follow? Did you follow the Aaron Rodgers thing at all? Yeah. Have you, did you follow the Aaron rodgers situation during little bit? Okay. Just a little bit okay he he was he was very close to basically saying I want out of here right I mean I, I think he said that he finally decided to come back to the Packers two days before training camp started have you ever as athletes have you ever thought about being able to call that kind of a shot like where I'm sure if he pushed the right button with Green Bay Packers he probably could have they they would have had to have traded him almost like you know Tom was a free agent but um, there's only there's certain guys and certain athletes that have that kind of stature where they can sort of call their own shot. Have you ever thought about being in that position and would you pull the levers to get your way? Like, would you pull that kind of a power play? Could you imagine doing that?
1: I think what you said about there are only certain players that can do that is your answer. As great as Jackie and I are, Jackie and I don't have the power to do that Yet. in the WBA, Yet. The WNBA. What they don't understand is, is so different from other leagues is because we're only – we don't even have 144. It's like 136. Yeah. The power is not per player of what it is in, um, you know, the NFL. Like Aaron Rodgers, because what he does, no one else can do. Right. On the Packers roster. Right. And so now he he's a luxury, and they have to figure out a way. God forbid if someone on the aces goes down, it's like, okay, but – there's somebody else stepping up that's an All-American and could be a potential All-WNBA team or player. Right. It's just one of those things where the power that Aaron does has that 99% of the WNBA doesn't have.
0: Who's – all right, you said 99%. Mm-hmm. So there's there's somebody yeah. or maybe a couple. Uh, who, who would you say has has that kind of juice in the WNBA where if they just decided, I want to get out of here or, or make that kind of a power play, anybody –
1: yeah, I think there's three players. I think there's Asia Wilson, Elena Deladon, mm-hmm. and Breonna Stewart.
0: That could call their own. That
1: could, and Elena did it. Elena was right. in Chicago, yeah. called her number, and they traded the entire house and the mortgage <laughs> and the cars yeah. for Elena to get to D.C.
0: Were you kind of sitting back going, wow, that's impressive. That's pretty...
1: It's pretty cool. I think I think fans give players hard times for creating trades and, and um, moving, but yet, at the end of the day as a player you have to be your own advocate because at the end of the day like people are going to do what they want to get you where they want you but you need to be where you need to be
0: no doubt about it so
1: like if you need to have the mortgage the house and everything for you to go i mean it's a tough business but that's what we signed up for
0: jackie um i've heard that kelsey's been uh compared a little bit in terms of demeanor to your coach bill lambier uh that's Somebody around here said that, okay? So uh, I was like, well, I got to see it for myself. I used to work for the Lakers when they beat the Pistons way back in the day when Bill was on the losing side of that. And should have happened the year after that as well, but injuries played a huge factor. I'm sure he doesn't want to hear about that. I'll tell him that too if I ever see him again. Um, Is that fair? Is is there a little bit of – I don't see it, to be honest with you. Uh, But, you know, I –
2: uh, I mean, that's tough. Uh, maybe having the same mentality. They kind of go at it in practice sometimes, but they just have that relationship so that they can do that. Um, but when KP's on the court, like, nobody can stop her. She just has that, that mindset going in, and you you just see it uh, with how she plays. So it's, it's cool to see that, but I don't know if I'm going to –
0: do you guys even remember him? You don't remember him as a player, right? You, no, I've just, just on the footage. I've he, just
2: seen videos and stuff.
0: Grainy old videos. <laughs> um, what, what from that from those videos? What what do you make out uh, in terms of him as a player?
1: You know, it's so funny because uh, you know they have the NBA classics on. Yes, they had the Pistons playing. I don't know if it was the Celtics or somebody, and. Uh, I am looking and I'm like, who's that skinny tall white dude? Like, yeah. that's him. And I'm watching and I'm like, this is the same offense we run <laughs>
0: like
1: 30 years Thank later. Chuck
0: Daly for that.
1: Exactly. So, um yeah, I've seen him play. I've seen him play. I respect the way he plays. Um
0: Do you do you I mean, that kind of he's, he was an agitator, no question about it. He's and an he ag- had to do that for for him to to get as far as he did. Right. That was that was I
1: don't I'm not an agitator. I'm not an agitator. I mean, I play hard, but I'm not a. I'm not getting in people's faces and trying to take, them, take their heads off. It, is the,
0: there that going on uh, in the NBA, WNBA? Is there, you know, talking going tra- on? Trash talk? Yes. Subtly, um, demonstratively, or usually the best is when it's on the down low and only you <laughs> and that person hear it, but uh, is that going on?
2: I mean, between certain players, you hear it and stuff. Um you hear KP sometimes.
1: <laughs> okay, I will say this. I will say this. We were playing in a game, and we had, like, Darren Waller and some of the guys <laughs> yeah, courtside, right. and they started the trash talk.
0: Wow. Yes, they
1: did. Okay. They started the trash talk. They were like, KP, she can't guard you. Oh, she can't oh, guard right, you. Right, as, right. as I'm standing, like, two feet from him. <laughs> and then I was like,
0: Egg you Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> How's that relate? Are you guys getting to know any of the Raiders? Uh, it, it's, it's, I, I could feel like there's going to be a family going on here. For many years to come, do you guys get that feel yet? Or uh, especially with them now being in town and being at practice?
2: Yeah, I mean it's just cool um, seeing them at our, seeing them at our games, uh, sitting courtside. Um, yeah, you can definitely <laughs> see them talking stuff on the sidelines and stuff. But it's nice to have that energy um, in our gym, and it'll just be exciting to just be able to support them and go to their games too. And so we actually get to go Saturday, so that'll be fun.
0: That's right. The first game, uh, preseason game against the Seattle Seahawks over at Allegiant Stadium. Any expectations of what that's going to be like with the fans uh, at the stadium for the first time?
1: How many fans are allowed?
0: 65,000.
1: Oh, really? Oh, wow. That much? Yeah. That many? It's
0: full, it's full bore. Wow. But I think, you know, uh, the masks are back in the oh. picture. Um, We'll see. Some buildings are now mandating vaccination. You have to have proof of vaccination. So we're not out of the woods yet, but, uh, yeah, 65,000. I don't know if – you know, it's a preseason game, so right. we'll see. But what kind of atmosphere do you expect to see?
1: Oh, I'm hyped. Yeah. I didn't know it was 65,000. I'm hyped. Yes. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that many either. But it should be crazy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Are you guys in town September 13th? Do you know?
1: I can be. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, that's they,
0: they open the uh, Monday Night Football yes with the ravens against the Bal- baltimore ravens so we got to make it work where you guys are if you're in town yeah to get out to that go. game right
2: yeah i'm not i'm not sure if we are but i'm there I'd love i to mean one of the playoffs
0: you invited
1: start? invited us we're there um <laughs> they it happen now playoffs start i think what the end of september
0: yeah oh okay so you got a little while to get it kind of back do you are you worried at all about but everyone i guess has to go through this went through the same uh, delay and, and pause, push the pause button. So are you any concerned about what the chemistry is going to be like? How, whether you guys are lost in your rhythm, lost, shake off the rust. What's.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, we, we are professionals. So get out there. You know, I think we're all prepared and, uh, It's really just about going out and competing. So I I don't have any doubt that everyone's going to show up to play.
0: All right, cool. Kelsey Plum, thank you so much for joining us. Jackie Young, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on your big win. Uh, Look forward to seeing you guys play the rest of the season and get to the playoffs sharp and go as far as you guys possibly can. Hopefully redeem what happened last year. We're not going to talk about what happened last year. And (laughs) glad that you're back to health. How is that? Everything you checked out, everything's good?
1: Yeah, I feel feel great. All right, cool. Bouncier than ever. Bouncier than ever. Looks great, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for spending some time in the huddle. It's not going to be the last time. uh, That's for sure. I really appreciate it, and thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us. Got it.
0: You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila and